Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, mujerones. Welcome back to the podcast. We have a very special conversation and we're celebrating big this week because it is our event week. We have a Chicago event coming up this Saturday and I have the lovely ladies from The Everboss here on the podcast. Please help me welcome Jessica Osuna and Elena Soboleva. They are the amazing co-founders of The Everboss. And we're going to be talking all about starting a soulful business for conscious entrepreneurs. So this is going to be such a good conversation. Ladies, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having us. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. We were talking uh, briefly before we hit record, and I already got so much out of our conversation. So I'm super excited to talk more about how to start a soulful business, how to be a conscious entrepreneur. I think that's something that we are definitely seeing more of and we want to know more about. Uh, so first, tell us about the Everboss. How did you guys start this? And tell us a little bit more about you ladies. Yeah, for sure. So Everboss, we say was birthed at a coffee shop. Elena and I were working on our own businesses. And through the process, Elena and I just became business besties. She was the only one that always agreed to go to a coffee shop with me and sit on my laptop and talk about life. And through that process, um, we were able to have really deep conversations and really bounce off great ideas with each other about business in general. And as we kept getting just so excited about the conversations that we were having, we were like, is it, is it possible that there are other women out there who would like to join our group in this conversation and will be able to add value to it? And then from there, really, it's where it kind of emerged. I love it. So how did the name The Everboss? Because I I truly, as soon as I found out about The Everboss, we'll give Trisha a shout out here for introducing us. Um, I was like, I want to be a part of it. Like, I definitely want to go to this event. Tell me a little bit more about how you guys chose the name. You know, actually funny with the name, this is something where we were thinking of for probably like weeks and the funny enough, we were sitting on the floor. We did a little ritual where we like, okay, we need to light up the candles. We need to set set intention. Maybe the name just going to come to us from, you know, from the universe. And we were just playing with words and we were thinking of clan. Like we just wanted to have like a word that will like have this bigger, bigger uh, meaning that just something like a boss babe or lady boss like we wanted to have this idea of that the woman have um like she can be an ever boss in every areas of her life so it's mm-hmm. not just a, uh, like a business boss right because this is what usually association uh comes the first first to mind but we wanted to have this like she's an ever boss in her life in everything that she does and literally the idea just like 
ever boss and we both screamed at each other like sitting on the floor with like our candles light up and we're like oh my god this is it and it was just from there we're like okay let's do it let's secure the domain and do all that and the rest is history that's amazing i love that funny I'd love to add, like, you know, we were thinking about it. We even got sushi beforehand and we were like, okay, let's really dive in and try to think of this name. And we were just bantering and pondering. And, and it was until, you know, I was like, all right, let's get out of this like logical strategic kind of system mode. Let's just sit in my house, light some candles and just kind of have fun. So we did that. We shifted the energy. And as we were sitting there, we kept, you know, bantering ideas and nothing really like spoke um, until we then started having so much fun. We're like, how about like the clan or like the coven or like the group or like the tribe? And we just like kept laughing at these like funny names that were like, join our business like thing. And we, we were just laughing so hard at like the fact that we were able to start anything, right? And then we really wanted to secure something that was gender neutral because I know Boss Babe has its like, you know, the feminine kind of touch. And then there's other names that are very like masculine, but we truly believe in the duality of both. And mm-hmm. Ever Boss to us made it seem like, oh, you are the forever boss in every situation in your life. So that was the this gender neutral approach to whomever identifies as a Ever Boss is welcomed to our society. And it just it hit. It was just a download. And the moment we said it, we just knew that that was it. I love that. And and so I want to kind of take it back to when you and I met and just learning more about your each individual stories, I think is so important. And I want to focus on that before we get into the steps on how to how to start a soulful business, because you both have a very beautiful journey and, and how it came to be where you're at today. So I want to start with you, Elena. I remember we talked about um, your journey before starting the Ever Boss and, you know, with your fitness journey and having your account and having to just restart all over again. And I think this for a lot of you that are tuning in, that we're building you know, our brands, and maybe we're growing our Instagram accounts or our social media accounts. And Elena got to a point where she had thousands of followers, and she had to start all over again. And seeing you now, Elena, in such a purposeful, just conscious, soulful business that you have, what was that journey like for you? How were you able to restart I, I'm just thinking about all of us out there, maybe starting, having to start all over again. And that is just so powerful and strong that you were able to do that. Yeah, you know, I definitely, my journey was really up and down and up and down. <laughs> and starting from, um, like, even I wanted to like rewind a little bit more further Um behind when I moved to United States when I was 21. I was, I'm a first generation immigrant and I started from scratch to move into a new country, learning new language. And I think that's that first initial step of studying from scratch really got into my DNA. <laughs> and I was like, um, and when I built my fitness, fitness career and I was influencer and I, um, lost it all in a spare of just 
a day or just a few hours. And I remember the day when I um, uh, opened my Instagram account and I was able to uh, access it and I realized that I was hacked and my account was stolen. And that moment I was like, wow, I I felt like I lost myself, honestly. And I lost my identity because everything that I was doing was tied up to that business, to fitness. Um, But that in that moment, I realized how much self-work I needed to do. And then that everything that I was doing was not really, uh, I guess, purpose-driven. It was more like driven by the shiny objects and the things that everyone else is doing. So I also have to do this. It was never coming from a place of true purpose. And that's why I had to step back and really dive deeper into self-development consciousness and really understand who am I, what is my purpose and what is I try to bring to this world, not from really, um, you know, surface, surface driven goals, right? Materialistic goals, but really deeper, deep, deeper meaning. Um, And that's where Honestly, I really just trusted the process of starting from scratch. And this starting from scratch led me to just at the beginning using my skills that I've developed from my building my fitness business. And I've learned so much about marketing and social media. And I was like, well, what is the one thing that I know how to do besides fitness? And that was marketing. And I got into it. And eventually, some somehow I immediately started getting clients. Um, and that picked up really quickly. And from that, that led me into building an Everboss and just being around those like-minded women and passionate women. And I'm like, wow, like I really love helping women with marketing because so many of them struggle with it. And that's where I discovered myself first as um, truly just having like, what is my purpose question? And to just trusting the process and not the, not... You know, starting from scratch, it's always scary, but it's so much lessons. If you are every time you're starting from scratch and you're learning from everything that you've done, instead of thinking thinking of yourself as a failure, that is um, that is the goal, right? That is the enjoying the process and learning from the process and not really focusing on the end goal. Um, now I truly know what that means, enjoying the process, is you failing but you're learning, right? You're starting from scratch, but now you're making different, you know, you, 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 you're learning from your mistakes. You're not doing them again. And you now the second time will be much easier than the first time. So it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, if you ever starting something from scratch and it's scary and it's unknown, just truly trust the process and just keep listening to those little signs that, you know, the universe shows you and just follow. Don't be afraid to pivot or, um, you know, to move and you don't be tied up to one thing because there is some, maybe something much better for you out there. I love that. I love your story. I think it's so inspiring to know that even if all of this were to crash and burn tomorrow, like there's still something out there for us. And I think I'm speaking more to the people that maybe are stuck on the numbers or are stuck on the growth, how fast it's coming, if it's taking longer than they they anticipated. I think that there's a big lesson in your journey and your story. And I just want to thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you for letting me share it. Yes. And Jessica, I want you to kind of share a little bit more about your background as well. 
and how you've been able to use it building your own purposeful business as well with the Everboss. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's funny. I think Elena and I have the complete opposite stories, which is so beautiful and why we're such good partners in this. But um, I grew up very spiritual. I've been teaching Reiki since I was like, I don't know, like nine years old. I grew up in a very spiritual household and I always knew that I had some sort of talent in it. I always knew that my soul was meant for more. I was the girl 13 years old talking to my friends about purpose and about your soulful mission and what do you want to do in life? Um, I was also the girl who would bring like spell books to my second grade class and like my teacher would take them away from me. And, you know, I was always educating myself about like, what does it mean to be a soul here on earth and, and how to fulfill your, your purpose. And um, as I grew up, I started noticing that, wow, um, something, a part of being human is also making money. <laughs> so I was like, well, that's interesting. And now I, you know, fast forward to now, like I was, now it's the mission of like, how do you create a soulful business as a conscious woman doing exactly what you love? And so that's really how my journey started. It was like, well, that one thing that you love to do, how do you actually monetize it and apply now the strategy and whatever it is that you do? Um, I've lived alone since I was 16 years old. So I had a lot of time to think, a lot of time of reflection. I grew up in a Mexican household. I'm first generation Mexican. And I just remember seeing my entire family just that's all they did was work. All we did. All I remember was having, you know, money problems and my father worked like four jobs. My mom had like three jobs. Like I was never with anybody because my parents were working to give me a future. And I early on caught that like, wow, like work is taking them away from from me, from helping raise me, from being around me. And that's when I started to, I guess, be compassionate about entrepreneurship where it's like, how do you do what you love to do with a purpose while also being able to expand and be able to make money? And I think that's when my ideology around finances started changing because it's not about just making money. It's about gaining freedom. So I think this concept of freedom and soulfulness and purpose um, all happened because of my upbringing, because I lived alone, because I wasn't around my family because they were working. So it was kind of like my mission to now be able to be the example for my family. I'm the first to graduate college in my family. I'm the first to have like, you know, all of the successes that I've had. And I have a lot of family in Mexico. I have a lot of cousins that talk to me. And to me, it's just, I'm doing this all really for them. And just, I want to be the example to others that, you know, you can do it too. Um, when I was young, I learned Spanish when I, I'm sorry, I learned English when I was like in third grade. I remember being born and raised in Chicago, but still never knowing English because I grew up in a Hispanic household and just having to like quickly learn if I wanted to like make friends and be with other people and interact. And I just remember like not understanding why I was so different um, when I was raised here. I was considered American, but yet I grew up with telenovelas, I grew up with Spanish music, like I was still so different. And I think that's when I started noticing my own identity. And it all just kind of like, synced in. And like I said, I have been giving unsolicited advice to people since I was like, maybe nine years old. And, um, 
as soon as the, the coaching industry started booming, that's when I it led me to believe that, wow, I can actually make a living doing this. I could actually guide people and people will be interested in my advice, in my experience. And that's really how I've been able to apply, I guess, my life experiences to what we're doing now with the Everboss. Yes, thank you so much. And I can so relate with the Mexican American upbringing, <laughs> speaking Spanish until you get to school. Um, so ladies, I wanted to now talk about the so we talked about, right now we talked a lot about like doing what you love and like monetizing what you love and I think that for me it didn't come that easy to realize what that was right I think that for the longest I thought I was going to be a tv reporter and now that I see my business building out there's definitely different areas of my passion that I'm able to monetize one being like the podcast right and communication and like that's always been a thing but when it's not so clear what are some of the things that we can do to really pinpoint what that is and it, it might change right but what are some of the things that you would tell someone that maybe right now knows they want to monetize doing something they love what could be some of the steps they can take For me, I highly, highly recommend to just take any inspired action that is allowing them to um, to take that next step. So anything that they think is what they should do is what they should be doing in that moment, because that's going to lead to the next step. And it's going to lead to the entire map of their own personal entrepreneurial journey. And I think like the most important thing is knowing that not everybody has the same journey. Everybody has their own soulful blueprint. Everybody is, their energetic DNA is so different. So like your road to success may look very different than those people that you follow who you're trying to mimic. Basically, I would highly suggest taking action on that one thing that makes you feel alive. And that's what's gonna be able to open the doors for you. Yeah, I want to add to that too, because I even, you know, what, seven years ago, I was completely lost, especially because I, you know, had to start everything from scratch and it's a new country. I have no idea what I wanted to do. I have no idea. And for the longest time, I was trying to find myself literally and nothing really like spoke to me. And until I went to the gym one day and I was in a treadmill and I'm like, "Mm, I really like this feeling. It kind of feel cool to like just be here and like work out. The next day I came back and I was like, I felt good. And then the third day I got approached by the personal trainer who's just started talking to me. He's like, hey, can I like put you through a workout? And when he put me through a workout, I was like, I loved, I remember the feeling of like that little fire, like little spark. I'm like, oh my God, I love this feeling, whatever that is. At that moment, I did not know what I could do with this, but I just continued to show up to keep feeling the same excitement. And that excitement eventually led me to getting my personal trainer certification, competing in bodybuilding show, starting my Instagram account, becoming an inf- inf- fitness influencer. At that moment, all I did is just follow the spark and took an inspired action, like Jessica said. And I think also what, and then another thing that I would suggest to do also is getting into self-development. Honestly, when you start 
getting deeper into on learning who you are or your limiting beliefs because sometimes we do want it to do something but we have so many limiting beliefs about why we should not start this or why we should not try this and that's truly can step stop us from achieving our, our true greatness in life and um something that helped me a lot was you know, doing human design, doing uh, astro- tapping into astrology and those little, you know, woo-woo things that you may think like, oh, wow, this is like so like next level. But truly this is, you know, it gave me so much clarity about what is my uh, strong sides of myself that I was not aware of. Uh, it just gave me that little like little sneak peek about like, oh, who is Elena and what is what is her true power without really like, um, you know, knowing yourself. And that's just like a little cheat, 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 cheat code. <laughs> yes. I, one of the things that really stood out that you guys said was like, not everyone has the same journey. I feel like sometimes we sit so much on that and we try to compare like whatever we're, we are building to other people. And I think when you're able to just let go of that, it's so liberating, right? Just so liberating. Um, so I wanted to ask if someone has a business and maybe they find themselves lacking that conscious part, like maybe they're, they didn't really start their business with the soulfulness aspect or like thinking about that, how can they incorporate it in their business? Um, and I know this is kind of broad because we don't know what kind of business this person has. But if someone finds themselves in that place where they're like, I would like my business to be a little bit more purpose driven. What are some of the things that they can do in order to find that in what they have already? Amiga, if this episode is resonating with you, I want to invite you to our signature event, Mujer on Movement 2023. This is a day of community, empowerment, and purpose to help you start showing up as the Mujeron of your dreams. It's happening on October 28th in Scottsdale, Arizona, and this event is for you if you are looking to build a growth mindset and maximize your potential, if you're craving connecting with like-minded amigas and want to join a supportive community, if you're ready to stop playing small, put the excuses aside, and become the best version of yourself, this is for you. In this exclusive experience, you'll get inspired by trailblazing Latinas, keeping it real on how they've reached success. You'll gain insight and knowledge to bring your big vision to life, no matter what part of the journey you're on and no matter what that big goal that you have, I can guarantee you that you'll walk away inspired and ready to take action. I'll see you there, amiga. Check the show notes to get your seat and we'll get back to the show. Um, I think you need to ask yourself those three questions. Um, the fr- first question is, do you have fun doing what you do? And if that's, and I know there's going to be a task that you're probably not going to enjoy doing, right? Like taxes and all that. But truly on a, on a bigger scale, do you day by day enjoy doing what you do? The service that you provide, right? The clients that you're attracting. If that brings you fun and, 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 and alignment, 
That's your number one indicator that you are having a soulful business. The second question and asking yourself is, does it bring you energy? And I had a business when I was so drained every single day, uh, even though it was financially successful business, it was a great service that I was providing, but my clients were super happy, but it's energetically was draining me. And that was the first light bulb for me was like, wow, something's wrong. I'm truly not aligned, even though by, you know, the society norms, I have a successful business, but it was not fulfilling and it was draining. And the last question is to, does it have a meaning? Every, whatever it is that you do, uh, the service that you provide or product that you serve, that you, you are uh, serving, does it have a meaning? Does it align with your personal life purpose or life mission? If, it's, if you say no, then maybe you need to either redefine what you do or maybe even redefine your business. And that's okay. It's totally fine to, you know, realign and re rebrand or rethink and just change the direction of your business but i think those answering those questions to yourself honestly right not again not looking to anyone else's successes is to your really own success in your life does it align or not and i think this is going to be a first indicator of if you have a soulful business or if you're going in a direction of building a soulful business yeah and just to add to that i think another important question to ask yourself is would I still be doing this even if money wasn't involved? Because if the answer is yes, then, you know, you would still be doing it no matter what. So I think that to me was always an important question to ask. And also really just checking in, like Elena mentioned, and does this give you energy? Does this keep you up at night? Does this, you know, allow you to be in beds, like looking up things for your business? Like if it excites you, that is really important energy to put towards your business. Because trust me, once you start getting serious about it, there are a lot of tasks that you must do. Some tasks are quite mundane. So if you have that motivation and inspiration to drive forward, that's what's going to help you kind of get over those hurdles that may be really Really, um, that that may kind of annoy another normal business person. So having that like energetic excitement for it is also a huge indicator that you're in the right space. I love this, ladies, especially because I think a lot of times entrepreneurship can be one of those things where we don't know what we're getting ourselves into sometimes, and. As you're building your business, you start to understand that it is definitely not an easy thing to do, right? And I think this conversation and and even having the opportunity to pivot in a way where you can make your business more purposeful allows you to let it be okay if it doesn't align at the moment and that there's still opportunity for you to change that in some way, right? So I wanted to ask you guys and sort of give you guys also some context with something that I went through this year. I found myself kind of going back to doing the events, which again, we have an amazing event uh, with you guys that we're doing in collaboration in Chicago. But I found myself having to go back to doing smaller events and I think it was a moment where I realized if I had to start this all over again, 
would that be something that I am willing to do? And it, it was a very humbling experience. And I felt almost excited to do the smaller events, um, having in my mind that I wasn't going to go that route, that I think it, it really, I really wanted to share that because of what we were talking here, right? And like, when do you know that you are doing a purposeful business. And something that you guys talked a lot about was the self-discovery portion of, of that. Because I, I think that entrepreneurship really allows you to know a lot more about yourself in the process. What is something that you found really allowed you to, to realize this was exactly what aligned with my values exactly where I wanted to take my next steps like helping women or helping entrepreneurs that's something that you guys really wanted to do how how did the self-discovery journey have an influence in that decision for me I think it was definitely listening to other women tell us that they felt you know, really powered by our events, that they felt very empowered about our meetups. We host monthly meetups in Chicago that is completely free to anybody that wants to come. And every single time they come, they're like, wow, thank you so much. When's the next one? How can I follow you? What else do you have going on? Like just watching their excitement and being able to hold space for other women to be seen in their energetic life, business life, mindset, and all of the other things. I think that's where all of our, or my at least confidence came in because Elena and I, I mean, we love being right in front of a clean whiteboard and we'll brainstorm all day and we'll get super geeked up over what it is that we're creating, but we don't even know if this is a product anybody cares about. So it's really awesome to like birth something behind the scenes, you know, test it out and then have girls come up to you and be like, that's exactly what I needed. So I think that for me was that like energetic nudge or kind of like signs from the universe saying like, hey, you're on the right path. Like, I'll never forget that a woman who came to our last women empowerment event, I mean, she cried and it's kind of launched her own entrepreneurial journey. And she's somebody who wasn't an entrepreneur. So even just that being able to spark the light in these women's lives to me has been like the driver of like, keep going, keep going and like, you know, keep going even through the bad days because like I'm here to really fulfill a, a soulful mission. Um, you know, for me, it was, I can tell a few different stories. Um, the first time when I was a personal trainer, I actually was working with like everyone and like just everyone because I just needed clients. And then eventually somehow I started attracting women specifically who was going through like um, food disorders. And I was like, that is weird. Why am I attracting those women? But I'm so enjoying working with them. Only until I realized that I was attracting the same exact woman who I used to be. And that was like, oh, that's interesting. And then when I lost my fitness business, I got into marketing and I was working again. I was saying yes to every single client. And I was just like, was not fulfilling. I was like saying yes, but I was not happy doing this until I started saying yes to only those kind of women who were who I used to be. 
And I was started helping those women who just starting in their entrepreneurial business. And I'm like, wow, I was just like them. I can lead them. I can guide them. And, and that's where, for me, the light bulb turns on because I'm, I finally started listening to my this whole journey of that led me to this moment. I was pretty much having, I was doing the same thing, but in just a different capacities, right? In, in a different field or different um, industries, but I still had the same purpose. And that was the light bulb for me. I was like, wow, I'm still doing the same thing that spoke to me that really like light up my heart. And I, I never forget the moment when I we were doing, I think maybe our second, I think it was our first workshop. We had maybe, I don't know, 40 women came to our workshop and I was standing in front of them speaking. And not only because I always loved speaking, you know, in public and public speaking, it was a big fear of mine. And now I'm finally overcoming them speaking in front of them. And I just remember that, that burning feeling in your heart. I'm like, damn, I'm doing something that was meant for me. And I never forget that feeling. And now like everything that we do, whenever we, you know, say yes to an event or saying yes to a program to launch or whatever it is, if I don't have that burning feeling inside of me, that probably not meant for me. And and I'm glad that Jessica and, and I, we're both on a really like unique journey of one self-discovery by two alignment because both of us are growing through this partnership. And um and I feel like we are always aligned in what we do in our purpose. And that's why we always have that desire of like, yes, this is this is feels right. Let's let's do it. This this is excite us. Um yeah, but really for me, it was just tuning to myself and trusting myself, really trusting your guts and your intuition. And if your intuition by whatever reason tells you mm, that doesn't feel right, but you keep ignoring it because your logic is taking over, trust me, one day you'll it will it will bite you back <laughs> because something's gonna still gonna put you on the right path, um, the path that you should have been on. Yes, that's so true. I've definitely felt that like having to had made a decision or, you know, having to had taken an action the first time. Um, but it's definitely a learning experience. I love that you guys talked about the going back to your community and listening to the way that you have impacted them, your clients, the people that have attended your events, because I think that's truly the number one thing that keeps you going, right? When you know that what you're sharing, your message is landing with someone and it's really impacting people. Um, I will have a last question for you ladies. And I love to ask this question to my guests. What is something that you would tell um, Elena, the, the Elena that maybe got here to this country and wasn't really sure what was next in her life? What are some words of encouragement or just some some way that you can support that version of Elena? Mm -hmm. You know, I would definitely, and that's something that I kept telling her this whole time, never give up. That's just yeah. something I just was ingrained in my brain. Like, don't ever give up on your dreams. Um, also, just follow your guts, follow your intuition, um, and also trust trust the process because I was always so in a rush, like in a rush of like getting to this next step, learning English faster or like making more money faster, always about faster, faster, sooner, sooner. And then, and that was really 
putting me back honestly in my in my journey make me feel so that I'm not where I wanted to be and just like all those pressuring myself for this for not being where I think I should have been and uh, just really telling myself like hey enjoy the process take it easy you are gonna get to where you want to be getting to maybe from a different path that you don't even think it's going to be this kind of path right and really being like adaptable and flexible with whatever is life that will take you to and that's why I think um, again, and again, I feel like I've been telling that to myself this whole time, and I'm grateful for like being that conscious enough to 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 be able to set, tell that to myself. Um, and even when I lost my Instagram account, right, I knew, and then and even Jessica, Jessica was crying because of that. I was so cool and chill because I knew it's gonna take me somewhere else that is better, was meant for me. So. Yeah, whatever, any situation that you face, anything difficult or scary, or you think that, okay, there's no way out of it, trust me, it is going to work out for you. Yeah, I'll never forget. Elena called me. She was like, oh my God, I lost my Instagram. And I'm like, no. And I just like started being so sad for her. Like, I'm so sorry, girl. And she was just like, no, it's okay. Moving on. And I'm just like, wow, like definitely it was beautiful witnessing that. Um but to answer your question on my end, Sonia, I think um, what I tell myself is to just embody the leader that I was meant to be here on earth. Um, I, before Everboss was even a thing, I used to do full moon ritual events and it was just something that came to me during a plant medicine journey. And at the time, you know, Elena being the great friend that she was, she was like, Oh, I'll, I'll help you out. And Elena was there helping me put it together. And I just remember when I first ever did my first event, there was a group of like maybe 35 women just looking at me waiting to, you know, dive deep into this ritual or to find some sort of alignment through my event. And I just remember thinking at that time in my life, a few years ago, I was not in the right place mentally, physically. And I just remember thinking like, how am I supposed to lead all of these people through a magical journey when I feel so unaligned in my life? But then it was this moment of like, well, they're already here. They're in front of my face. They're waiting for me to get started. And this just you know, I just channeled this identity of whatever is going on in my life is completely irrelevant from the mission that I need to do right now with these women right in front of my face. Like I need to be the leader and I'm going to guide them and we're going to have a great time. And I remember that's exactly what I did. I embodied this persona that I know is part of my soulful path. And, and I did it. And, you know, those events became very successful. And still to this day, people message me like, when's the next full moon ritual event? And, you know, it's, it's something that really impacted people. So I think I just always remind myself to be who you're meant to be, because then everything else will, will kind of open for you. I love that. Thank you, ladies, so much for sharing that. How can our listeners be a part of the Everboss. Where can they find you guys? What's next? Well, you can find us on Instagram, the Everboss. Uh, we also have a community for a membership community online for aspiring entrepreneurs. Uh, if you look into start a business or maybe you already started the business and you need to support in mindset and social media, uh, we have our membership open for you. So you can find us in our on our Instagram. Uh, we also have, if you are in Chicago, we're hosting in-person events. One of them is coming up this Sunday. 
uh, the 23rd, where Women Empowerment Brunch. We also have our meetups that we do every month. There's so many things that we do. <laughs> Jessica, did I did I forget anything? <laughs> no, that's pretty much it. And also, we just want to talk about our events that we're doing for the rest of the year. We have a pumpkin carving event, which is a way to tap into your inner child. We're going to do a candle making event. We also have a vision board event at the end of the year to help manifest your truest desires. And we love these events because um, we used to just do kind of like workshop events on helping people with their business. But we noticed that once we tap into a different side of our brain, a more creative side, all of those answers that you're looking for within your business are just going to come to you naturally. So those are the events that we have planned for the next year. Um, and yeah, definitely follow us on the Everboss page because we post a lot of this similar content. Yes. And we are so excited for our event on the 23rd. If you are in the Chicago area, please check out um, I'll make sure to link it in the show notes so that you guys can join us. Ladies, thank you so much again. I'm so excited to continue to see your growth and just to grow together because I feel like every time we have a conversation, we just have so much to share and and so many ideas. So thank you so much for being today here on the podcast. Um, ladies, thank you so much for tuning in. Please check everything out on the show notes and we will see you on Saturday. Take care. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episodio of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.